Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 12th of October, 2022. Before we get started with just under four weeks until the election, WPT urges you to make a plan to vote. You can find information on your polling location, candidates, their finance reports, and how to get involved by visiting the WPT election precinct. Head over to WPTonline.org and look in the members section. Happy Wednesday, everybody. How's your week going so far? I've been here working on WPT's next newsletter, which is actually very exciting. Members will hear from a ton of different people on the ballot in November. The governor, his challenger, Senator Ron Johnson, and many more. Make sure to keep an eye out for that in your mailbox towards the end of this month. Let's jump into some news together. Governor Tony Evers yesterday announced that municipalities across the state have received more than $132 million for their fourth quarter payments for general transportation, connecting highway and expressway policing aids. That brings the total for the year to $515 million in general transportation aids, a 2% increase over the year. General transportation aids help cover the costs of construction, ma- constructing, maintaining, and operating roads and streets under local jurisdiction, whereas connecting highway aids reimburse municipalities for maintenance and traffic control of certain state highways that fall within municipalities. Expressway policing aids help the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Department with the costs of patrolling expressways within the county, and boy, do they need it. The Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty last week, as you remember, filed a federal lawsuit against the Biden administration challenging the new federal student debt forgiveness program. That lawsuit was dismissed the very next day by the federal court, saying that the Brown County Taxpayers Association did not have standing to bring that case. Now, the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty has filed an emergency motion for an injunction with the United States Court of Appeals, Seventh Circuit, arguing that the president cannot spend trillions of taxpayer dollars without authorization from Congress. Further, the appeal insists that the Brown County Group does have taxpayer standing under former Supreme Court precedent. We will stay uh, tuned on this one, keep a close eye on it, about a trillion dollars hangs in the balance. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources has announced that it will partner with state and national groups to protect the at-risk Connecticut warbler bird. Surveys over the summer found that only three nesting pairs in the core breeding area for this bird in northwestern Wisconsin were in existence, while none whatsoever were detected outside that area during targeted searches last year. A DNR conservation biologist said the bird really is in serious trouble and needs help fast. DNR says deforestation in Central and South America may be driving declines of this and many other migratory birds seen throughout Wisconsin and that their private sector counterparts are actually increasing investment in efforts to identify and conserve critical migratory bird stopover habitats in Central and South America. DNR will partner with Bayfield County Forestry and Parks to protect and improve the warbler habitat by removing brush on several stands of suitable mature jack pine. That will open the forest understory and enhance the growth of blueberry and other ground cover, mimicking the species' preferred natural conditions. Very interesting. The folks over at the Wisconsin Elections Commission have rejected an effort to provide guidance to local clerks on what poll observers can and cannot do on election day. The effort was spearheaded by the commission's GOP members. Democrats argued that the effort was broader than what's allowed in state law. (laughs) Local clerks will now be with no direction on where observers may stand, how far from voter registration tables or where people receive their ballots, etc., 
State law currently says observers can be no closer than three feet and no further than eight feet. According to WISP politics, state law also says observation areas at polling sites should be so positioned to permit any election observer to readily observe all public aspects of the voting process. As an aside, a state court of appeals, just so you're aware, also just put on hold the lower court's ruling, which barred ballot spoiling when a voter casts an absentee ballot and then you know, changes who they want to vote for. So they go in and they trash their old ballot and get a second ballot. So absentee ballot spoiling will remain in effect for this election or so it seems, barring an appeal. Lots of moving pieces. Please contact WPT with any questions or concerns you might have about voting. We will get the answers for you. And if you own a business and are in need of employers, here's something that might help the long game. The Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation is now accepting applications for the seventh year of its Fab Lab grant program, which provides funding to help schools build or expand fabrication laboratories. The grant program provides up to $25,000 to public school districts or up to $50,000 to consortiums or two of two or more districts. The grant program supports hands-on science, technology, engineering, arts, and math education by assisting those schools with equipment purchases such as computer-controlled manufacturing components, 3D printers, laser engravers, and others. And hot off the press, just, just came in a couple minutes ago, the Wisconsin Department of Health Services announced that Governor Evers will spend $16 million for grants to improve maternal and child health. The announcement said in its collaboration uh, that it'll be working with the Medical College of Wisconsin and UW-Madison School of Medicine and Public Health. DHS said the dollars will be invested in efforts to close gaps in maternal and child health outcomes and will fund maternal and child health equity initiatives intended to combat maternal and infant mortality at the community and systems level and strengthen health outcomes for families across Wisconsin, whatever that means. You can rewind and listen to that again. I have no idea. But fittingly, for today's quote to end the day from Scottish philosopher Thomas Reed, who said, there's no greater impediment to the advancement of knowledge than the ambiguity of words. That's all for this week. Happy Culver's Burger Day, too, by the way. You'll be waiting in line for a while if you're intending on getting one, so you might want to get there now. As always, have a great week, and thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.